0: Hi there. This is Not Invented Here, a show about tech, product development and business. And I'm your host, Dima Malenko. Hello, hello. This is Dima again with a couple more things that I did not invent. In one of the previous episodes where I discussed replicating the entire project, the entire multi-million dollar project with handful lines of code and open source library, After I recorded that episode and I was thinking about further topics to discuss, it struck me that fairly often use of open source libraries for your project is sold as an all-around win. And my experience speaks to the contrary. Not that it is not a win, but that the wins are not all-around. And today I would like to explore that a little bit deeper. A good place to start the discussion would be the question of why use some third-party components at all in your project. And to that question we can simply answer that in this day and age it, it is simply impossible to do anything of meaningful scope And complexity without relying on some third-party components in one way or another. And what is good about third-party components is that they allow us to focus on things that we do best, that differentiate our product among others, and literally allow us to focus on our core competency while kind of outsourcing things that are important but not our core competency to to a third party by using a library, a protocol or a component that they provide. And when it comes to integrating third party components or rather not integrating but when it comes to using third party components to implement certain things in your system it, it is very subtle but important difference with integration i would say and here i'm discussing use of components not integration with third-party components there are basically three routes you can go first is you can use some proprietary third-party component like you can buy a database from a well-known vendor and build on top of that database Uh, you can use some open source library or component if it fulfills your need. And the third option, uh, which can be overlooked sometimes, is you can do it all yourself. Rather than relying on third-party component, you can develop an in-house component and depend on that component. And all of those three options come with their pros and cons. And I'm going to discuss them right now and f- and further look into details specifically related to using open-source third-party components. With proprietary components, the situation is more or less clear. There is no huge initial effort required before you can start realizing benefits and capabilities of those third-party components. They come in ready-made form. You can use them in your application or in your system right away. There can be, well, and likely will be some learning curve but that does not come into comparison with like developing this component all by yourself within your company or within your team. Quite often third-party components of this sort come as an all-encompassing solutions rather than something tightly focused on a specific need that you might have. For example, when you buy a third-party database, it will be optimized for maybe different hardware setups, for different operating systems, and for different patterns of uh, load um, and data processing that this database can support. However, more often than not, you will not need the entire set of the capabilities of the components you buy. And that can come with additional cost. If you are only using a subset of features of the database, you may represent a minority of users of that particular database and your needs might not get the highest priority in development of next versions of that system as the vendor decides on what needs to be implemented. Also <laughs> some would say this is a bad thing. I would say that this not necessarily a bad thing, but you can understand Costs associated with supporting uh, this uh, component. You know how much it will cost you to get new updated version. How much it will cost you if if it will cost you to get uh, some sort of security updates or bug fixes for this for this system. There is a clear price associated with that, and you know that upfront whereas if you would go about developing that yourself, it sometimes can be very tricky to figure out how much time and effort will be necessary to support the component that you develop in-house. Also, you get very minimal control over the direction of that component and you are at the mercy of the vendor and the community and the community at large if your needs and your direction of using this component doesn't match the vision of the vendor doesn't match the desires of the community you can be out of luck you get very minimal control of what can happen with this component and you you basically got to use what you've got to use with this component and also, there is fairly real possibility of getting it some sort of a dead end with a, such a proprietary component, especially in a situation when you cannot get hold of the source code of those components. Even and, and that's not a joke, because in some cases, for some vendors, when you buy a license to their libraries or frameworks, you also can get a source code of that library and this source code can help you as a developer better understand the inner workings of that system and maybe identify and maybe somehow work around the issues in the library that you are using in this form but that is not always available you it is not universally true that you can get source code of the third party proprietary libraries or frameworks that you use and sometimes that can get you into a dead end because there can be some sort of some sort of behavior that is not documented but you can clearly see it when you try to do something with this library and you cannot explain what's going on there. We had an example of this well it it was not clearly an example of such situation but it is an illustration for a problem like this. Uh once we were moving to a cloud and application. I don't exactly remember the name of the application i I only remember that it was an open source java application and we uh we were trying to configure the application in a way that make it that will make it start in a more natural and more understandable if you will way for a user on our platform and we were trying to do that using the command line options supported by the application but and and we wanted to use two options there which combined would get us the desired behavior of the application but somehow when we used one of the option it was doing its thing Correctly, when we're using the other option without the first one, it was doing its thing correctly. But when we combine them, they were not doing what was supposed to be done when both of those options are present. Although they seemed independent options, they somehow interfered with one another and changed behavior of the application and we only were able to figure this out by looking at the source code of the application. If that application were an application with closed source, I don't think we would be able to figure out this problem. So you need to be aware of this thing. When it comes to proprietary developer tools or libraries, quite often you can get those things resolved with the developer because they as developers understand your needs and kind of problems you can run into when dealing with some black boxed software component but there can be danger there. You can, without access to source code and without extensive documentation for the library you're using, you can get into a sort of dead end there. The next option I'd like to discuss now is doing it yourself. And that is not the worst option, I'd have to tell you, because it comes with some benefits. The The drawbacks of this approach are kind of obvious you if you do something yourself you embark on the long and sometimes costly uh, route to support this component for yourself forever or until you replace it with some some other other component and if you have to develop this yourself you may have to draw resources and time and effort from something which i already called your core competency and that can also and that can also impact your ability to deliver features and value to your users in the in in the area of your core competency but with do-it-yourself solution you Always get exactly what you need. You do not have to deal with any unnecessary generalizations, which can occur if you deal with a component aimed at wider market. I mean, wider than your company, than your team, than your product. With do-it-yourself, you get exactly what you need. And you have full control over... Uh, this component, and you can take wherever you need to take it, which can be difficult with different approaches. And someone can say that using open source component is a place in the middle between the proprietary third-party component and doing something yourself. And that's true, but the benefits and limitations of these approaches are not exactly exactly in, in, in the middle. Like with uh, Proprietary third-party components, open source component provide your luxury with minimal initial effort required to start reaping the benefits of capabilities provided by by a given component. There will be some learning curve, but you do not have to do the heavy lifting of the developing the component itself. This is good. This is a good thing. We, we all like that. Also with reasonably popular open source component you get, well, you can call it a free basic maintenance. You can assume that the community will take care of updating uh, the library to new version of say, you know, language platform. That the library is written in, it will update it with support with, for new operating system. It will update the component when its dependencies update and change. So you, you will get basic maintenance of this component like for free basically you would you will not have to allocate resources of your team or your company to support that component to actively support that component it would be good for you to participate in maintaining that open source library especially in a situation where you get real benefits from using it but you're not obliged to do so and you can get some of the things for for free and you know many people do that <laughs> they <laughs> they get the benefits for free um also when it comes to functionality, we also in the middle of the road between precise focus of do-it-yourself solution and vast array of options that the third party component would offer. I, I would think I would say that in this regard open source libraries are closer to um, proprietary third party uh, components in that they try to serve as large of the market as they can get away with uh, because the larger the market, the larger the community, there the are more chances that the, this open source library will be maintained and taken care of. So quite often you will get the the open source library you get will come with some sort of things that you do not need and that can also create some additional headaches for you because it can be updated in the areas that you do not need but you will be forced to put effort into updating your system to work with this new version of the library just just to keep up with with times, you do not get anything, you do not get any benefits for your product, but you, for the sake of keeping your code base healthy, you would want to update to a recent version of that library. And that all is a result of it not being a tightly focused solution that addresses your specific problem. And the next thing I think is the most important in in this entire podcast and I have it in my notes as illusion of control. It may seem that since the library is open source and the source code is available and there is a community around that, should anything bad happen, you can in the worst case fork this library and then well develop it yourself kind of turn it into do-it-yourself solution similar to to what i discussed a couple minutes earlier but i intentionally call this an illusion because with a reasonably complex third-party dependency you would not be able to do that easily it will require significant effort not only to actively develop and add new features to this library which after fork is yours already setting up the environment for you to be able to work on that library can require non-trivial amount of effort and that is why i call it illusion of control while it theoretically can be done Practically speaking, at times, depending on the situation and the exact component that we are talking about, it can be practically, in practical terms, it can be prohibitively costly for you to take on maintenance of this third-party component. And you have to be ready ready for that. In my practice, we we use a lot of open source software and thanks to that fact whenever we hit some sort of limitations or weird bugs we were able to identify root causes of the of those problems and either to work them around in our software in 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 the software that we developed or we were able to patch those components and continue working on our thing but uh, sometimes it was not an easy thing to do. And a good example would be Wine. We use Wine to host Windows applications on our platform. And even building custom version of Wine takes decent knowledge of the process of C++ or other C development on Linux. And also it takes time just to build this when time comes for you to do some sort of a fix or patch to this component you can find yourself in a situation when you think that it will take maybe a couple hours and then two weeks later you figure out that well good I'm finally done with this thing. Because it took much more time than you would expect should this component be developed in-house by your team. And I I have, I think, a good story to illustrate this thing with wine, but maybe I'll keep this wine story Until next time, and you let me know if you would like to know how murky the perspectives of exercising your control over source code of an open source component that you use in your system is. I guess that's it. With those three options, I wanted to mainly focus on the illusion of control that you get with open source. And you get the control, but in practical terms, it can be very costly for you to exercise that control when it comes to larger open source dependencies that you might have in your code base and if time permits and if you have the inclination and if i have the inclination to tell you the wine story i'll do that in one of the next podcasts. i hope you found this podcast useful and i appreciate and i will appreciate your thoughts and questions about what i had to say in this um, episode and maybe in previous episodes you can always find me at my site demalenco.org i never knew a good way to pronounce that domain name but That's what I've got. You can find me in Twitter. I'm at Dimalenko there. You can find me in in many other places. I would love to hear your thoughts on the benefits of using open source components when developing your system. But I guess that's it for this time. Let's keep in touch. Talk to you next week.